Hello, Cucky. What's with AM Sports Radio talk shows not talking about sports? <laughs> this is The Changing Station with your host, Cucky the Dwarf. Cucky the Dwarfy Boy Boy. Talk about sports! <laughs> I want to hear about Fernando Tatis. Cucky the Dwarfy Boy Boy. On the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM, and InsideSTL.com. That's from Cucky. <laughs> God, it was all. That was all. That's this one. You're my guy here. Nice. Hello, uh, Hello, Alan. Ooh, bad What? 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 Good radio, boys. Welcome. Hello, St. Louis. Oh, what? Yeah, this is good. Are we on live radio right now? We are. This is extra good radio. Let it breathe, baby. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I get it. They can't hear us, but they can hear the station. We're messed up right now, so they can't hear us necessarily. Can anyone? No one can hear us. It's you. Can anybody hear us? Everyone. All right. Yeah, I think everyone can hear us. That was a definite yes. Are we on the radio right now? We are. Iggy, hello. We're on. It just. Darren, what's up? Hey, hey, intern, figure this out. We got the intern on it. Craig, we're live at Truman's, and this place is. Are we still playing the? Uh, I got five on it because that's tight. If we are, I got no headphones. I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a show, boys. The Blues two to one to Tonka. What do you got going on about that, buddy? Look, the Blues played. A, they played a half days and more help. Allen needed help. Game one, he uh, faced fifty-two shots, stopped fifty-one of them. That can't That's unbelievable. Happen. Yeah, that can't happen every game if you expect to win, especially in the playoffs. You cannot do that. You cannot do that. So, you know what? It's a good, we're up 2-0, coming home Easter Sunday. I'll be there. Cannot wait. All right, let's go, boys. All right. It's a hell of an operation you guys got going on. <laughs> Iggy's new to the show. He's uh, a little confused by what we got going on, as am I. Just uh, a normal Friday night. Yeah, I promise we are on air, but they just can't hear us through the are speakers. Are we on? So we're good. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm going to ask that a few more times. Are we Are we on the radio? This is great, guys. It's just a bunch of fellowship out here. We're wearing robes. The Blues took home a winner at 2-1. to one. This is a sports station. So we'll be doing hot sports takes all night long. Am I right, Craig? Absolutely. Hey, did you see the dirty areas tonight? I did. I did see there the was, dirty areas. They were so dirty. They, they were, were in the dirty. dirty areas, and they got hard in the dirty areas. You can't hear anything out of your headphones? This is good. This is real this good. This is quality. <laughs> we're taking this show on the road, and uh, we're going to Colorado here pretty soon. Project dash 22.org uh go to that website and you can find out some information on a trip blake bell's trying to do bell is a fantastic human being too he's blake great bell, find him unbelievable online. human being he was giving some speeches for the people and it was amazing and, you know, I, uh, and I signed my paychecks from the man with his marijuana pen. With his pen. Yes. Oh, man. That's and it was so, so funny because last show he's like, I don't like them pot leaves and stuff. And I'm like, you look at my shirt. <laughs> Woo! Can anyone hear us? This is good. This is good. Turn it up. Turn that sound up a little bit. Hey, everybody. St. Louis, the world. Can you hear us live at Truman's now? Yes. All right. All right, everybody. We got a packed house in here. Turn me up. Turn my left headphone up. Turn my snare. Turn up my snare. All right, we're good. 
You guys, hey, do you pay hey. for this show? No, I'm actually, I'm, uh, I'm in the red. Are you? Okay. Pretty heavily from this. My wife's not here. Uh, she left early because she's like, this show's not going to be good. Can you still hear it? Yeah. She left, it don't matter. We're not saying a, oh, hello. This has got to sound good over the radio, though. Don't you think? Like, it's got to. What, why are you looking at me like that, Craig? You just got me all uncomfortable. Craig and I are in robes. Plowboy didn't wear his robe. Iggy, you got to answer why you didn't wear your Bunny Ranch robe, pal? I, I left it at home. I had it laying out, and I left it at home. This is radio, you know. This is <laughs> so why don't you just say I have a robe on? Nobody's going to know. He does have a robe on. And I'm naked. I'm doing nothing. I got to make the mistake that there's more people listening on radio than there are sitting in this room. Yeah, right these are all of our listeners right here. Thanks, every one of our <laughs> listeners is in here. We appreciate you guys being here and supporting the Changing Station. Before we get going, now that they can hear us, I do need a walk. Water. I'm kind of parched, so if anybody could <laughs> if get If anyone water. can get Plowboy a water, we're going to go ahead and hold the show. No, don't. I, I didn't until, say hold the show. Okay, no, we're going to go ahead can. and keep going the show. Uh, well, for those of you who don't know, we have a local legend up on the dais with us tonight. One, one Mr. <laughs> Kenny Iggy Strode. Give him a round of applause. Iggy, All right. Iggy Strode. If you don't know him, you're going to get to know him tonight. Iggy, you born in St. Louis, my friend? Uh, I was. I still don't know why I'm on the show. <laughs> Neither do we. First of all, no, we're you, about to get into it. Well, first of all, you bait and switched me. You asked me if I wanted to do the show, and I said, for my son, anything. <laughs> Figuring I had to go five minutes to St. Charles to the station. Nope. Then I it's see on Facebook the other day, hey, come out to Truman. Well, Truman's like 45 effing minutes away, not five. <laughs> did I forget to mention yeah, that you we were did. on live remote? <laughs> I forget that. But thanks to Hall of Famer Dave Drove, so I didn't have to worry. Hey, hey, all right. Dave is here, everybody. He is in a robe, and he is looking sexy. We have a water. We have a water here. Don't spill it on the machine. Um, what I really wanted to get you in here to so talk So, yes, about I was born in St. Louis. Uh, a few detours here and there, but born here, yes. You, uh, you're a pretty unique guy for growing up in the St. Louis area. You catch a lot of flack, if anyone who doesn't know, the morning show, TMA. That's right. That's my bread and butter. That's Plowboy's show. If you guys don't listen to Plowboy's show in the mornings, it's good. Sular Twink Boy, you good over there? Good. We're doing shout-outs. We're doing Larry Nichols shout-outs right now. All right, I'm going to leave my head in this direction. So I think that occasional squeak just gives the, the enhanced ambiance yeah. of this live program. The authenticity Now they actually the know program. we are live. That is we not a fake are crowd. live as we ever are. We thank our intern, Tim Howard, for figuring out the system. If any, what? It was oh, working Tatanka's until Tim getting Howard mad. Tatanka's getting mad over here, okay? So, Iggy, back to you. Dad. We actually have a DNA test coming out in a little while, and you have some big news you wanted to get to, am I right? Yeah, a little later. We got some big news. I want to know about the DNA test, because as people who listen, first you thought I was your stepfather, which is impossible, because I've never married your mother. I don't know my real dad, for those of you. <laughs> but I couldn't be your stepdad, I never, now, if I banged your mom when she worked at Redbird Lanes. That's really what I wanted to get into. Then it's, there's a possibility. That's why I, don't I brought know. you here. I can't remember when I banged her. Um, if we could bring the, the doctor in with the DNA test results, we're going to go ahead and get that out of the way right now. Who wants to see the test results? Right. DNA. Oh, wait. That guy right there in the blue shirt's actually collecting DNA for the rest of the night. There, he's not looking. All over his chest, right, Cucky? <laughs> yeah. Okay, not a great reaction. You're darn right. I'm with you're I don't care. Darn right. We're I outside it was right funny. now. We can do whatever we want oh, out here. Oh, I know. Okay? Right? You know what I mean? Perfect. This is crazy time. Well, I'm glad I'm here on Good Friday because Jesus and I have something in common. Oh, yeah? What's that? Well, we both 
his career died and my <laughs> career died on the same day being part of this show. So it's an anniversary. we both lost our lives. Everyone who's gone from the changing station has gone on to very big and bright futures. This is like our 25th show. Yeah, well, I've been doing this 25 years, and I'm ready to retire. So Why? Why have you been doing it so long, Iggy? What's, what's keeping it's you it's here? Not, it's not work. Yeah. It's just, I couldn't do a regular job. I couldn't no. go into an office and work 9 to 5 and... Where are you going? To smoke? No, you're not. Get back to that desk. Could you imagine I, Iggy work. at, like, customer service? You know, him, like, trying perfect, to help a, a return actually. policy at Walmart or something? It'd be great. I want to take this back. Get away. <laughs> I don't yeah. care if it works. Go home. See, I think you would just take everything back, wouldn't you? Just take everything back? Yeah. So There we go. We have our actual host. There you go. Okay. Hey, guys. Cucky in the house tonight. <laughs> don't look. Oh, don't boo me. God, they're booing me. They've turned. They've turned on me already. Dodging vegetables. Listen, guys, it's Friday night. The world is listening, and I forgot to mention our title sponsor, Rose Extermination. Let me bust into that because I never remember. Anybody here at Bugs? I do. I need, I need an exterminator. Anyone here at Bugs? Anyone have spiders and mice? In their house? We got spiders and mice everywhere. Thank you, sir. Well, Rose Extermination makes this whole thing happen. Why? I don't know, Craig. I don't know why. Because they love us. They, they see do. the good. They see the good we're trying to do. Iggy, have you? You've listened to all the shows, right? I'm sorry. You've listened to all of our previous shows. Am I correct? Oh, I don't miss a show. Well, what? you know what we're all about. We're all about spreading good times, good cheers, and that's what Rose Extermination is all about. Really, they'll come take care of your bugs, and they'll make you feel better about life. They will. I swear they will. Hey, we got Dale Alcorn on the line because I'm. I'm feeling. Uh, we're gonna do. We're going to get to Iggy's big news here in a second. Iggy, you see how we run this thing? Very, very structured. We have a lot. I can see that, yeah. You can see that, okay. Get to your, get to your guest. It's hey, fine. Dale, you there? I am here. Dale's actually on the line. I threw out a... Dale, how you doing, buddy? I can't hear my snare. All right, we'll turn up his snare in his left headphone. Rocky, <laughs> turn up his snare. Hey, well. Dale, we're, we're going to do the power of the giraffe.org. Netflix picks of the week. Interns figuring stuff out right now on the ones and twos. You can tell. Hey, have you been listening to the show? How good is it? Stop. How good uh, is the show? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Thank you. (laughs) Craig is loving life right now more than anyone I've ever seen in my life. All right. uh, The Power of Draft, we have a run coming up April 22nd. My family will be there. I'll be bringing the children out. I hope that's okay, Dale. Oh, that'd be fine. That'd be great. Children, children yeah, are allowed. Okay. Be a great day. Hopefully the weather uh, participates and uh, we'll have uh, quite a crowd. It's a 5K walk run, April 22nd at in Alton. What's the park's name? At uh, Alton Riverfront Park. Alton right Riverfront Alton Park. I will see everyone there April 22nd. Dale, what's your Netflix picks of the week, brother? Uh, me and my uh, daughter watched uh, uh, 13 Reasons Why this last week. Uh, well, that's pretty depressing, isn't it, Dale? <laughs> there was some there was some dark moments, but uh, yeah, good movie. It was, uh, it was a pretty good show, um, uh, based on uh, I think Jay Asher book. Um, she said she liked the uh, series better than the book because uh, the book or the series delved into the perspective of the other 12 people and not just clay so uh, but all in all it was pretty uh pretty good yeah i've been meaning to check out what is it called 13 
Yeah, it's uh, based on this fictional car- character, uh, Hannah Baker. Um, she commits suicide, and she makes these 13 cassette tapes and gives them to people that uh, she feels are the 13 people that caused her to do this. There were oh 13 goodness. reasons why. So <laughs> That's pretty yeah. heavy for a Friday night. It's pretty heavy, yeah, but I'll take heavy. it. Well, I'll watch take it. a shallow howl. No doubt. I, I think we should. Uh, you know what, Dale? I think we're going to go with Tatanka's Netflix picks of the week. <laughs> He's going to bat in the number two spot here. Here we go, Tatanka. Tatanka, everybody. Hey, Dale, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing well, sir. Uh, mine is um, Border Town. It's basically, it's basically like, it kind of copies off Family Guy, but it's a guy who lives in a uh, town called uh, Mexifornia, and he's watching a border wall, and he's trying to get all the uh, Mex, uh, like all the illegal immigrant or illegal immigration, trying to eliminate that. And there's one guy that always stops him. And it's just so funny. I, I feel like people should watch this. It's almost kind of like Family Guy, but not exactly Family Guy. Tatanki, awesome. you know that's been on Netflix for like 14 months now. <laughs> I know, I know, but there's only one season. with a jab. There's only, nice. Hey, there's only nice. one season. I wish there was more. So do I. I like that show, but I, I, I watched show. it a year and a half ago. <laughs> so I'm going to hand it off to Josh here. Oh, we got our intern, intern Tim Howard. Tim Howard's in the house. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so you know, yes, um, I know it's it's not on Netflix, but oh sorry. wow, he's I'm already going, ruining I'm going the off game. Key. I'm going off key. This is uh, why we need a cuck studio. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I can still turn off his mic, Craig. I mean, I can still have the capability of doing that. That's like the, that's like doing a Cardinals oh, okay. report right, and giving a blues score. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, The Americans. Have you ever seen The Americans? I've One of the best it. shows ever. It's on Amazon? It's on, yeah, Amazon. It's on, what? I don't know. I think it's and, on uh, FX. Jailbroke. I'm jailbroke, so. He doesn't even, yeah, <laughs> even know the channel and it's his favorite show. <laughs> this guy. Calm down, calm down, Plopsy. <laughs> calm down, Plopsy. Uh, but The Americans is one of the best shows ever. Wow. On television. Wow. Have you never? Okay. I compare it, it to Breaking Bad, one of the best shows ever. If it's that good, I'll have to check it out. One of the best shows ever. Just so you know, best shows ever. Plowsy, what's your pick? Oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to go with something I actually just watched. Uh, I've been off Netflix now for a little bit because I finally got cable back. So yeah. it's like, oh, my God, TV shows, you know? Ooh. But I just watched the uh, new Louis C.K. stand-up that was put oh, on. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's, I mean, he's, a, he's, a, he's a genius. It sounds a little rough at the beginning because the crowd is like, didn't anticipate the beginning. Yeah. So I think there was an abo- a couple of abortion jokes. The very abortion. Right, right, the right at the end. It was so, but the ended up, the piece, it's like it's, an hour and a half. It set the tone for the entire. Louis yeah. C.K., watch it. 2017. It's, I mean, no, it's C. a C. terrible pick, but it's just a really good. No, really the good crowd pick. loves so, it. The so crowd good. loves Louis C.K. So yeah. Oh, I hear that. Greg, you're up, bro. So, first off, I want to give a shout-out to Plazzi because in the last week I've checked out Grace and Frankie. It's great. It's hilarious. It's awesome. Plazzi gets it's all cheesy, the best It's cheesy, but ones. it's great. And then I checked out the Galapagos Affairs, which Me was and that sick insane. Was that Have you seen Galapagos Affairs? I have not. Oh, oh wow. wow. I'm going to go with one I watched a while ago, kind of back on the art theme. It's called uh, Finding Vivian Meyer, and it's about this nanny who, like, 
watched the, you know, took care of uh, households for some pretty well-to-do couples. And the kid, they, they interviewed everyone that was associated with her. She was always very cryptic, carried a camera everywhere, never released any of this. Some guy at a swap meet ends up buying, like, a crate of negatives and starts developing them and finds just the most incredible photography that, like, he'd never seen, you know. So then he's on a mission to find just the rest of her stuff, seek out her family and see if they have any negatives. And he found hundreds of thousands of pictures that are, like, the most unbelievable portrait photography you've ever seen. But it's a really captivating story following her. It's called Finding Vivian Meyer. It's really, really neat. I, I suggest you check it out. I like it, Craig. I like it, Craig. Craig's always there for us. Iggy, you watch Netflix? I do watch Netflix. You got anything you've been watching lately? I know I didn't tell you about that either. <laughs> I didn't tell him about our Netflix picks of the week either. That's right. I watch Netflix almost every day. Um, I was running out of things to watch. I watched both the uh, Chappelle specials. Oh, fantastic! Uh, fantastic Chappelle specials. Yeah, but then I wanted to uh, I wanted to binge watch something, so I spent two weeks watching uh, four seasons of The Tudors. Nice. With uh, Jonathan Rhys Myers, who is becoming one of my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. Yep. He plays Henry VIII. It's a good um, call. If you're not familiar with Henry VIII, he had six wives, and I think he cut off three of their heads, uh, divorced the other two. Sick individual. But if you're into that stuff, which I am, I'm into the 16th, 16th century, and I'm into Roman Empire and all that stuff. So. Cool. Uh, the Tudors on uh, Netflix. Very good show. Oh, that's Iggy, right you would have done real well. Totally you would have done speed. real oh, well in well. the 1600s. Yeah. You missed your time. You would have banged them two at a time, but you would have died at like 20 from syphilis, though. So. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what a way to go, though. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Are you what a way to go. Yeah, back in uh, those days, though, if you... All right, I'm stroking Tatanka right now, and my Netflix picks of the week kind of comes back to uh, old Dale Alcorn's. World's Greatest Dad. Haven't seen it. Anyone seen that? The late, great Robin Williams. He has a son. He has a son who was a Disney uh, Channel character. And his son is Al... uh, Can you say the F word on radio? (laughs) No. Even we're live, we can't? No. We can't do that? I would would recommend not doing that. What about the... Not the F-U word, the F-A word? Oh, no, no. You thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'd rather have you say the F-U word, to be perfectly honest. You can't that. say that? Okay, that is much more politically correct. I'm getting word from the producer. I can't say my own words on my own show now, okay? But he he says, this is his son's quote in a movie. The dad's like, hey, uh, well, this is a good song on the radio. You know, they have a horrible relationship. It's Robin Williams, a horrible relationship with his kid. It's a dark comedy Written by Bobcat, Bobcat Goldwaite. Really? You. Yes. Okay. Brilliantly written. Brilliantly written, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so he, the son, him and, him, and, uh, him and the dad are in the car, and he goes, yeah, you like this song? He's like, no, music, music's for Fs. <laughs> and I'm like, that is one of the greatest lines I've ever heard. This kid hates all music combined. Dale, what's up? You still there, brother? I'm still here. That was a pretty hot yeah, take on uh, World's Greatest Dad, am I right? It was. I'm uh, glad you didn't use the F word. Plowsy, yeah, yeah, I was on uh, Grace and Frankie as well. It's so great. How good is Grace and Frankie, so though, great. man? If you have not seen it, there's dillies flying around, there's lesbianism, there's gays. It's got everything. I mean, it's got every nationality. Out. I mean, it's fantastic. Grace kinda, and Frankie. Kind of like yeah. our crowd tonight. Like Woo! Absolutely. 
Yeah, I, I see a power bottom in the plaid right now, actually, as we speak. Oh, there are tons of bottoms in this crowd tonight, pal. <laughs> Don't you worry. I'm sorry to get you off topic. I and I'm going to find out, Dale, if it's the last thing I do, brother. You should see me. I'm in a robe with jean shorts right now. It looks pretty good. <laughs> he looks like if Cousin Eddie had a bad math problem. <laughs> I got a lot of compliments tonight from the boys. Let's just put it that way, my friend. Hey, Dale. ThePowerOfTheCraft.org. We are coming April 22nd to the race. We will see you then, brother. Thanks for hopping on. Hey, no problem at all. Thanks for having me. Have a great Thanks night. You're the best, my friend. Dale Alcorn, great friend American. of the show. Great Can we American. get a round of applause for Dale Alcorn, everyone? The Blues won two to one tonight, everybody. Yeah, what a great a, night. What a great guy, too. We talk about Blake Bell. You know, we talk about his cause. What about the power to drop? I mean, both those are oh, perfect. Craig actually has something he wants to, uh, to plug I do, right actually. Uh, I was um, asked today, there's an event coming up down in the Grove um, for Show Me Cannabis. It's going to be a fundraiser for Show Me Cannabis. And um, it's down at, hang on a minute, i gotta, I got to pronounce this. This, this is, is radio, by the this way. This is so good this is radio, fantastic. Craig. Oh, Everyone through Craig. Boo. 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 Porn. Boo, All right, Craig. gay porn. So, uh, Show Me Cannabis, uh, nonprofit advocates for medical legalization, on April 30th at uh, Gazellig, uh, down in the Grove. Thank it's you. a fundraiser for Show Me Cannabis. We're going to try and uh, set it up, check, follow our fan page uh, for the next couple of weeks for the details on it, but we're going to try and set up a, uh, a podcast recording from the event and uh, try and do some good work for Show Me Cannabis. Yeah, it's awesome. Hey, that's good. I think uh, the Soulard Twink Boy was showing me some cannabis earlier. You know what I mean? Uh, thank no, you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I love how you just uh, throw a you. person literally under the bus for what is technically still a felony, maybe? No, oh, no, no. Oh, okay. Oh, we're in the city. Okay, so it's just words. Okay, we're in the city. They're just words. These are characters we play. Iggy, Plowboy, Craig, not so much. He's a real person. No, that's my real name. So everything he says. Can we give it up for the setup at Truman's and Sular? Hey, big shout out to Truman's and Sular. Get your drinks. We got plenty of booze. By Thank you over there. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we got somebody to throw. Yeah, there we go. There we go. It's Friday night, and everybody's lit. Everybody's all lit. Oh, Did my you God. Win this place? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. So, Iggy's from St. Louis. Plowboy, you know Iggy better than me, right? I love Iggy. We've actually worked together pre-Man the Woman, and definitely worked a lot more on the man and the woman, we would take our morning Siggy breaks, similar to what we do now, and uh, talk terrible trash about all the programs that are on. That's yeah. So that's really what that's we do. How me and Iggy got together was trashing everybody else. It's the key to a healthy work environment. It was the man the woman, though. Well, so you don't really even need to say anything. You kind of just yeah. need to say the man the woman, period, and then people can kind of go, All oh, the women okay. in here were telling me earlier, they're like, what happened to that 1380 women, women's station? <laughs> All of them. Every single one of them. Look at them right now. They're all looking at me. Exactly. They're all like, what happened to that? I think Iggy can agree, though. Experiencing that was well worth it. Just the train wreck. You had to rat race to the bank to cash your checks. I mean, this is real life We've stuff. We've been here. there. We've been there before. Well, so it's an, it's an adventure. I was supposed to be the executive producer of the woman. <laughs> and they kind of figured out that I really didn't care when they'd come out to ask me a question. I was streaming the morning after on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bother me. I'm listening to the other people over there <laughs> they're like but our show's good too right well yeah. did you have a show on there 
No, I just produced all of them. Yeah, I heard your voice on there a few times, and I was like, this is a good landing point. This is a good spot for you, Iggy. Yeah, well, when you have, I have a Rolodex of probably about 3,000 phone numbers. Yeah. But when I went and worked there, I had to start a whole new Rolodex. Like, I didn't have a number for somebody to talk a pap smear. <laughs> so I had to go find <laughs> it. I can probably connect you. Who, who works up with the Rolodex? How do you get that? Who do you call? Like, can you Is reveal that, that information? Or? Just from doing this for this Being many years. forever. having connections and saying I need to get somebody and somebody will give me a number and... You talk to a lot of agents and stuff, too, I guess? Or are these people like, whatever, I'll answer my own phone. I don't care. It depends. Like today, there was a poll in the, um, it wasn't really a poll, but on the fan page, they want to know your favorite Ray Dong Chong movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and people were saying American Flyers, things like that. So I will even show it to you because people have a tendency to think I lie. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll let you Big see. Big liar. I was just texting with Ray today, and I asked her, what's your... Uh, Very nice. I said, what's your favorite one? And she yeah. said, Tales Iggy. from the Dark Side. It captured the inner me, and it was sexy. <laughs> That's the You're the coolest <laughs> no, person like, I know, Iggy, I know, Iggy right? is literally, like, the best person on the planet. Iggy He's knows funny. everybody. I love the personality of dry, straightforward, you know, cut to the crap. Iggy's the best. Nothing totally. impresses And the work me. relationship is great. <laughs> I mean, he's. I, I look him as a stepfather as well. Totally. I'm not trying to take your thunder, obviously. Oh no, he's no, no, your dad. No, no, no. We're brothers, so it makes sense. <laughs> it only makes sense that he's our dad. Um, you got a wild back, back uh, child sports pay. We're peeling back some onion layers tonight, though, aren't we, boys? Well, peel back Just, what you want. You've asked me nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're getting to that. <laughs> How much time you we got? Found out to? You found out I'm it's from a, St. Louis. Woo! <laughs> St. Louis, born and raised. Yeah. 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 Are from the county? Getting into the inner Iggy. He was born in St. Louis, and he knows Ray Dong Chong. <laughs> well, we don't know if that's really Ray Dong Chong, though, because Craig could, only got to see it. It could have been somebody else's name no, in I the believe phone. It, though. I believe it. I believe in Iggy. Craig's a believer. Oh, I believe it. Okay, I've well, always that. believed in Well, Iggy. what's intriguing about you is all of the uh, audio postcards, among other things, <laughs> obviously. But, like, I was actually jealous of the Fran Drescher one. Were you? Because I had a thing for Oh, Fran no, you did She was my champ. Fran Drescher. I thought Fran Drescher was the heat. <laughs> Me too. Oh, dude, dude that voice. Unbelievable. Uh, I would disagree. Nice little body. No way. Fran was bad at the bone. Didn't she start out in adult films? No. I believe so. She was in the, her very first movie was uh, Hollywood Nights. Remember that movie? The, the old uh, guy that played Arliss. Hey. Oh, I know who you're talking about. But. Yeah. And she, I, when I interviewed her, I said, did you get naked in that movie? But she didn't. But her and her girlfriends were underneath the tree getting undressed. And uh, New Bomb Turk was his name, I'll and he was mom. up on the tree watching him get undressed. And to this day, my favorite line in the movie, the police officer shining a light up, he goes, you squirrels better have some nuts in your mouth because that S is way out of line. <laughs> <laughs> Iggy, Iggy, my question to you is, what made you want to start radio? Like, what, what's uh, your That's life? pretty boring, isn't it, man? Come on. I'm kidding. Um... <laughs> I love that right now. No, I, uh, I was living in Bermuda, and I got back from Bermuda, and I was just bored. I had money put away. There were no taxes in Bermuda, so everything I made was mine. And I got a suitcase of hundreds I'm bringing back to the States. And I took a job at the uh, pasta house in the Central West End just to kill some time. Right. Ended up playing a softball game against Bob Ramsey and Rob Fisher. Went out and had some beers afterwards. They, we were talking sports. You know, Iggy, you know a lot about sports. I said, no. I followed it my entire life. I played it my entire life. 
we just started a sports station, 1380 KSP. We're looking for a producer. I went over. I did it. First guest I got on was Greg Maddox from his home in Las Vegas. And That's awesome. That is awesome. I got the job and been doing it ever since. That was 1992. Awesome. What was he doing in Bermuda? Now, what were you doing in Bermuda? <laughs> Why don't you just take the headsets back and ask it yourself? Um, I was working at the Breckenridge and Frontenac as a waiter. And my food and beverage manager got a job in Bermuda. And I half kiddingly said, hey, if you need a waiter, call me. Right. Six months later, he called and said, I can get you down here. You Five five days, well, it took longer than that. It took like three months. You have to get a chest x-ray to make sure you don't have tuberculosis and all this stuff before you go to the islands. So maybe four or five months later, everything checked out, got my work permit, and lived there for five years, waiting tables, making about 50000 a year in cash. Now, have you ever thought about going back? I know you love radio. I would hate to see you leave. You no, ever I was thought maybe... out. I couldn't go back. I'm banned from the island. Well, I'm at, maybe, not that per- maybe not that particular place, but maybe go overseas and wait tables again, a casual lifestyle on the I'm beach. I'm too old for that now, man. I'm going to say St. Louis is a much different lifestyle than Bermuda. I know... If I wasn't kicked out, I'd still be there. Now, what they did is a very, Bermuda is a very, very strict um, union, very strong union. In the five years I was there, I think we went on strike six times. If we didn't get what we wanted, we went on strike. And then everybody went on strike. I mean, the airline would go on strike. <laughs> hey, those waiters at the Sinesta Beach aren't getting enough money. We're going on strike. So the whole island was shut down every time we went on strike. That's Dang. how strong this union was. So after, like, the sixth strike... They decided we're going to try to break the union and how they started. I was a shop steward. It's like I was in charge of my restaurant. And they were making like, I don't know, $200 a week in tips before I became shop steward because the maitre d' was taking all their tips. Wow. Uh, a week after I became shop steward, the maitre d' was making nothing, and we were making $700 a week. <laughs> That's awesome. So they hated me. Um, Just straight gangster, but man. They were going to break the union, and the way to break the union was not renew the work permits of the foreign shop stewards. There were right. like 15 of us, so they didn't renew my work permit, and I couldn't go back. And then I didn't pay my credit card bill. I said, F them, I'm not paying my credit card bill, so I'm probably still in a computer down there somewhere. <laughs> wow. I didn't have a mic, and I still think we had that's a, a crazy. That's crazy. Well, he was off mic. Now, yeah, I mean, after a year, I mean, I had, I had a Boston Whaler. Because I lived right on the ocean, there's a rule down there that you can only charge an overseas employee $79 a month to live. And they had these dormitories in the back. When I say dormitories, I mean dormitories. You walk in the, in the room, there's like a bed, a bed, and a kitchen. And that's it. They're, the beds are like next to you. You talk about bottoming. They were like... <laughs> but this when I got there, sounds so hot. Yeah, when I got there, the I'm dormitory was full. So the only thing they could do was sublet an apartment complex to put the employees in there. And I had a studio right on the ocean, 79 bucks a month. Are the you? Poor, poor schmucks that were staying in the dormitory were paying $79 a month. And they're looking at a wall and a guy's hairy ass two feet away from him. Sounds so like a dream come true. I had a Boston Whaler. All I do is go across the street to the, to the marina, hop in my Boston Whaler, go around the What's inlet. What's a Boston Whaler? A little boat? A small little boat. It was yellow. Oh, my God. I'd just go around the inlet. Everybody else would drive their mopeds. To work. I mean, what? my moped would go up the, up the hill, down the hill. I'm at the hotel. But I wanted to be cool. I'd walk across the street, get in my Boston Whaler, go about a mile out to the inlet, then go another mile around 
and just pull up to the Sinesta Beach right on the sand, pull the boat up, and I got my white tuxedo jacket on like James Bond. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Iggy going to work in his Boston whaler. There's yeah, Iggy again. so good. And we, bought a fishing boat. we bought a fishing boat, me and my buddy. We went fishing every Thursday and Sunday. Now, I have to ask, Iggy, um, this is a marijuana-based show somewhat. Totally. And I would have to act, this is what, 25, 30 years ago, something like that? 1987 to 1992. Okay, so what was the marijuana policy? I know when my parents go down there to vacation, there they say it's everywhere. whatsoever down there. What? Hardly any at all down there. Really? Wow. Some of, the local, some of the locals, but it wasn't like Jamaica where as soon as you step off the plane, you got yeah. nine guys crowding you. Um, it's very, there wasn't even any nudity down there. Oh, wow. Which kind of sucked for me. <laughs> there was but one guy who was nude down there most of the I time. I tried. Um, but there was always this one guy on the one beach we went to that would, like, parade up and down. Yeah. And as soon as some European chick took her top off, excuse me, ma'am, excuse me, ma'am, we don't have no nudity in Bermuda. On with the top. Uh-huh. I'm like, leave her alone. Yes. Yeah. So the bottoms are optional as well, lady. <laughs> but it was an English, I mean, English colony, yeah, that, so it's very... No, that's what you meant. They're very strict down there with that. Um, but the most gorgeous, I've been to quite a few islands, the most gorgeous ones. They're so clean. You will see trash nowhere. You won't even see a wrapper on the At side Bermuda, of the road. In Bermuda? Ooh. Time to do a live remote from Bermuda. Who's coming to Bermuda with us next time? We got for the wacky hotspot with us. Yeah, we got, we got hotspots all over this place, buddy. So you had wet spots. You were there for five years, right? If I, my math serves five correctly. Years. I still have guys I work with down there who still live there. They married Bermudians, became Bermudian citizens, and oh. still live down there. Nice. But you can't even, can you go back to visit? Oh, I'm sure I could. You can sneak in I'm the, sure I'm out of the I'm sure I'm out of the computer by now for not paying the bank. NSA. It was only three grand anyway. That ain't much. Bermuda money, though. That'll take off. you a long way, am I right? I have no it's idea. So have you always done sport talk? I mean, have you ever done, like, uh, anything on the rock side, any kind of music or anything like Actually, that? Actually, I did when I was in Bermuda. I went in uh, once a week. I spun records at the... Uh, Right on. Zeb FM, I think it was called. Z-E-B, Zeb FM. Ooh, oh, Zeb FM. Can we somehow get these podcasts? Did you ever talk on air? Or? <laughs> oh, yeah. Guy would brought me Oh, in. man. I, I wanted to promote a friend of mine. I don't know if any of you guys are friends with him on Facebook. Ken Kruger? I don't know. He actually came to work for a week at the woman before that uh, Terry Daly didn't want him in there and tried to get him kicked out. Yeah. There's um, a lot of stories. I mean, you could write a little well, short story there'll be two just chapters around the woman. The, there'll be two chapters. So there's the a lot of perks that come along with being in the radio business. Like, what's the... The wildest, second job in What's the, the wildest backstage experience you ever had? Again? Do I need to do it again? It wasn't backstage. It was the Ritz-Carlton after a Fleetwood Mac concert. Okay. Steven well, you Nicks. have a different listening audience, so I guess yeah. if you don't listen to the morning show, um, I was dating a pretty well-known figure skater. Now, if you want to say dating, I mean, plowing when she would, yeah, when she would come to the Stars on Ice or whatever, and she was in Moline, that's close enough for me to drive and bang, and we talk on the phone. <laughs> Stars she on was, Ice. She was uh, friends with Stevie Nicks, so I, love Stevie. I said, "I'm going to the concert next week." You know, could you get me backstage? And she did. I interviewed her, talked to her before that. So I went backstage, and um, they invited me. We talked about Ty. And, uh, oh, Ty talks about you all the time, and I'm so glad you got to come back and say hi. And you have to come to my tennis court and go roller skating. We roller skate on my tennis court. Next time you're in L.A., bring Ty over. 
So they invite me to the party afterwards, and I, I believe it was the Ritz-Carlton. It was a while back, but I think it was the Ritz. So anyway, I was just enamored with Lindsey Buckingham as a guitar player, and I love talking guitar. So we're sitting on a couch. There is Coke everywhere. I mean, there are mirrors everywhere. <laughs> nice. And I'm, That's just sitting on, I'm sitting on a couch talking to Lindsey Buckingham about when did you not use a pick? When did you go to the finger picking and how long have you been playing the Fender? And So he's talking to me, and, and Stevie Nicks was just wasted. Do you know Iggy knows Ty? Iggy Lindsay says, I got saggy boobs. What do you think? I said, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just looked at her. I said, they're great. And this, this guy's God's honest truth. Right now, I'd be banging the hell out of her. But back then, I was enamored with Lindsay Buckingham. I said, they're great, Stevie. Now, going back to the Fender, I know you used to play. <laughs> and then she just, Iggy, you're annoying me. And she took my hand. She goes, are they saggy? I said, you have great tees. <laughs> I love the censorship from Iggy. I like All right, that. All right, so Lindsay and Rhiannon, when you're doing and I'm back to talking guitar again. So that was probably the funnest after That's show fantastic. I had. That's fantastic. All I know is I woke up the next day, I was on the couch, I go down to the bar, and it's like 9, 30, 10 o'clock, and there's John McVie drinking a Jack Daniels on the rocks. That is fantastic. So, yeah, I got a picture afterwards. I said, we didn't even get a picture, Stevie. So me and Stevie got a picture. And, and then I met her again when they were. she came back to town in... God, I want to say mid-90s, because I took Bob Ramsey and my sister. And then we went backstage again, and she wasn't seeing anybody. This is what was so cool about this. She remembered me, and uh, we were all, there was like 50 people back, back getting ready to go backstage. And her assistant came out and said, I'm sorry, everybody, but uh, Stevie's not feeling well tonight. She's not going to see anybody. And her assistant came over to me and goes, Kenny, how many? I just, me and my sister and my friend. She wants to see you guys. That's so awesome. we go back. And now she was clean now. She had stopped doing coke and everything else. So we talked for a while, and she remembered everything. And Cool, man. That's awesome. So that's my uh, my Stevie. Now go ahead. The people that are listening, you can go ahead and call me a liar like they did on the morning show, but that's all right. No, no we don't have those kind of fans. No, and Iggy, I actually have to ask. I know you reveal it every now and then on the morning after show about the book. And I actually, Oh, Carly left. I was trying to make Carly jealous, but she left already. Okay. <laughs> She's probably waiting at your house, Iggy. Nice. Uh, and so the book, you've obviously had experience in radio for gosh knows how long. Is it actually, I mean, is that thing a joke or is that actually something serious? And if it isn't serious, I would recommend writing it because I know every listener would buy it. Because I would read so it. I would absolutely actually, buy it. I've been in radio for five years. I could write a little memoir about all the stuff that's happened. No, I'm, and he'd been no, in I'm business for 20 years. It. I think I think I'm gonna get because Joe Holloman at one time had said he would write it. It's a fa- it would be a fascinating story. And I got the ideas. I have, like I said, I've got folders at home with just things that have happened in radio in 25 years. I can go back and look at it, and I have to remember something. I can call Jay Randolph or somebody else and say, "Refresh my memory. I got this note. What happened here?" And I, I get home. I get bored. I'll start jotting down, you know, a chapter here. But I would like somebody who's a professional writer to do it. Yeah, for sure. And Joe Hollerman at one time said he'd be interested. So yeah, it'll it'll happen eventually. It's just that, you know me, I just lose interest in something. No, and it's still an ongoing story. Like you said, you've well, got to write it now. Like, There's still stuff going on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The man There's going to be people that hate me after this. I want to make sure I'm out of the business before I write it. Yeah, you don't want to throw anybody under the bus. And I, I knowing your personality and your style, which I love, 
you will definitely throw some inside stories that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's, the, that's the meat and potatoes yeah. of, the, of the tell-all, right? I mean, that's where you want to be. No, nobody wants to hear my Bermuda stories and Stevie Nicks stories. I would disagree. I think you could do an audio postcard CD of best audio postcards, put them on like an hour loop. and I think Oh, I'd listen to those. Yeah. I would absolutely listen to those. Yeah. I would too. I mean, I love old stories <laughs> like that. That, oh. that kind of gets me. And the audio postcards are great. Who is the worst one you've done? I know you've had some great ones with, uh, who's your uh, skater friend, uh, Weir? Johnny Weir? Johnny Weir, yeah. Who's the worst one that you've had? Either got pissed at you by a question, didn't give you a lot of good information, or one you anticipated being good and it was a dud. I can't remember. I mean, the one the other day with um, uh, what's the chick from Darman, Greg? Oh yeah, that yeah that B. I could say. What's bitch. her name? Oh, I Jenna Elfman. Jenna Elfman. Thank you, thank you. That's the third time I've interviewed her, and the other two were kind of fun. And this one was just we talked about her show and talked about some of the charity stuff, and it was done. And it wasn't even good enough to put any audio postcard stuff together, so you know it wasn't very good. Now she was she was fine; she's a sweetheart, but it was it wasn't postcard worthy. I know this. You she never got naked either, so I couldn't get into any really good questions. And you may have answered this before. Who's one that you haven't done that you'd like to take a stab at? And probably on the same lines, what actress would you like to bang after an audio postcard? Um, because I know you have plenty you want to bang, Iggy. So maybe we could tie that in. Sophia Vergara, for one. Oh, my God. And she, I, I heard what she Stop. makes on Modern Family. It's ridiculous. If we had a bell, she is the – oh, she's And she's not even a good actress. I mean, very poor. Well, she's very, she's very uh, she's typecast, you know. Yeah. She's funny. But uh, – Well, you can certainly distract the viewers. I can tell you that and much she's, I mean, she's up there in years, too. I mean, if you go back and look at her 20 years ago when she was doing her modeling career, wow. Well, there's a couple of videos out here of her in a thong. Unbelievable. And topless, but she's got her hand over. And the interview, um, Katie Nolan. Yeah, the elusive Katie Nolan. I have a half-hour show once a week. It's not even on anymore. Oh, it isn't? Okay. Well, she's on case. hiatus, and so I still can't get her on. But I'd love to interview Katie Nolan because I find her very entertaining, uh, very, very smart when it comes to putting shows together. I think she's a great follow on Twitter. I think that's why Fox Sports likes her so much and because... She has so many followers, and she's gorgeous. you got to say, I mean, she's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, she's cute. I think there's a difference between cute and gorgeous. I don't know if I'm familiar. I don't know who Katie Nolan is, I guess. Yeah, uh, check her out. Like I said, she's a great follow on Twitter, so that's kind of why she's left in the fold. Like I said, a half-hour show, I think, on Wednesday nights. Now it doesn't even exist. Right. But that's like the future of the program. Yeah, where the hell did Cucky go? I, Cucky yeah, I was show. wondering. He's showing up new listeners. Literally, he is not We've got to post this on the Facebook. Okay, Can I get over here? It's part of the show. I got to take a picture of this. I got to. Don't wake him up. Our intern is passed out drunk right now. I'm going to take a look at Oh, that's so good. We've got Cucky. Cucky show's not here. The intern's sleeping. This is, the be- this is literally the best, though. This is what makes this show great. Cucky says well, we're going to get inside Iggy's head. He's got breaking news. He's not even here. here. Before I had the mic on, I was sitting here wondering. I think Cucky taking a dump. Gonna- he said he needed a poop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe this. He's running in in jorts. 
Yes, get a pick in there. He is passed out. This is the best. You can tell this is a Friday Look night. Look at this print on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this print on his arm. Are you kidding me? That is unbelievable. I love that. Hey, guys, so in, in the next 16 minutes, we're going to act like we have a radio show that 11s of people are listening to. Danny Packer, the uh, the great owner of Truman's and Soulard, are... Uh, what I miss? I want to hear the end of that Stevie Nicks story. I uh, listen to the podcast. Yeah, we have a. We need a. Is this all right? Do we need to take him home? Or okay. no, it's fine. Right. There's there's plenty more. He's put he in a from. long day's work. He was so moving though. So. He was so excited for the show too. You guys have no idea how hard Olympic goalies, goalkeepers, train at the World Cup level. You're right. You have no idea. What's great is I actually put in a full day before this, and he probably woke up at like noon. <laughs> You're clearly the superior man, Plowsy. I'm but fighting a cold, and I should have been in bed two hours ago, but I came for my yeah. start. Hey, so we're supposed to get into Iggy's head? Is that right? Like, did you have something that you really wanted yeah. to crack open? You haven't lived till you stuffed your robe in the side of a porta potty in a Soulard uh, alleyway. Did you really take a poop? For <laughs> yeah, I did. I got it. I had to. Uh, just full disclosure. Full disclosure on that one. So anyway, Iggy. Oh. Hedo. Yep. Did we get into that yet? I missed the <laughs> we have not talked about it. <laughs> we were saving the bread and butter Where'd for the When did you first start host? going there? Because I'm super interested in that stuff. Um, When did I go? What? 93, I mean, maybe? So, Hedo, a place, it's called hedonism, right? There's Hedo 1 and 2. Yeah, there is no 1, though. There's no more 1? There never was a 1. Well, wasn't there hedonism 2? That's yeah, the 2, but there was never a 1. I don't know why they call it 2. Uh, but there never was a one. And this is kind of like an anything goes type place. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like uh, you sign up online. Is it like a normal trip, and then you go there, and it's just a bunch of like-minded freaks who want to get down with it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a lot of people like that down there. You don't have to be a swinger or yeah to go down. You can just go down and enjoy yourself. Some people like to go and just watch. Is it year round or is it like a set of time like Burning Man where it's like a couple I know, of days? It's, it's every week. There's swingers down there every week. And that's in Jamaica. Jamaica, Negril, Jamaica. Okay. Mm. Um, How did Stoli. Now, I know Stoll. Stoli? Yeah, but I'm not for sure. How long ago did you and him go down there? We went in. Because I can't picture him being in the Hedo scene. Oh, he was he was a, a blast. Okay. Him and, and Frank, bro- and Frank Ladd Frank. went too. So you okay. go with a buddy? No, I go by myself. But there's a group of like 30 of us that go that I'm part of this group. So we all would meet in December for a week. I go for two weeks, but the group is there for a week. Are they all from the area, or is it just No, kind of, there's okay. people you name from East Coast, West Coast. Okay. Yeah, Chris, <laughs> uh, Nika, Bob. Well, Hall, Hall of Famer Dave's Bob, there, Fran, usually. Debbie, uh, well, Amy, Iggy, Jeff. I was, I was kidding. Do people fall in love at Hito? Like, that's that's you're such at. a good question. That's I bet they do. Not, no, many, not many single guys. There's a lot of single guys, but not a lot of single chicks go. And if they do, they're not? not something you're going to fall in love with. Why aren't there more? There's, a lot, of, there's a lot of there. uh, there's a lot of open to polyamorous relationships. I would think down there. Well, you know, the, I mean, it's a lot of evolving that I took part of because there, you look, know? I'm a single guy, so I can't be a swinger. I have to bring something to the party. Sure, absolutely. You can be a cuck. Well, no, that's you can't part be of it. a cuck. The husband is part of the cuck. You're a bull. And the the couples just in the first I found this out the first time I was there, like '93. I knew nothing about this resort. I played in a uh, a celebrity. 
celebrity. Um, <laughs> no, Eric you can Bush, say it. We are local celebrities. Closest to the pin contest. Yeah. A bunch of radio and TV guys they invited to do a closest to the pin. And the winner of that got to go into the main tournament, the closest to the pin tournament, which is going to take place two days. Well, I was closest to the pin. So I got a slot in with 15 other guys, and the closest to the Sounds pin nice. in this tournament got free round-trip airfare to anywhere the TWA flew. Uh. I had a hit first. I said, just don't pick me first. Uh, Iggy Strode. Ah. <laughs> so I know the yardage. I don't know the wind. Yeah. Ah. I hit a six iron to maybe 40 feet. That was the closest. 15 guys didn't put it on the green. So I me. win this trip. It was airfare. So I'm thinking as it's going along, where do I want to go that I wouldn't go because it's too expensive to fly? I was thinking Japan. But then I'm finding out how much it costs to go there. You know, $300 a night for a hotel. Yeah. Hell with that. So I, I get to the point where I only have like three weeks to use this. It ends at the end of the year. And at the time, our KFNS was in the same studios as KZK. And Ed Goodman said, Iggy, we just got back from Jamaica, Jamaica. Um, oh. Let Germans. me give you the PR person and call her and she'll take care of you. Thank you, sir. Well, she just said, what are you looking for? I said, I just want to go someplace, lay in the sun, relax, bunch of cool people, listen to music, eat, drink, Chill. smoke some ganja. She goes, I think you'll like hedonism. I said, never heard of it. Eight. Booked hedonism. First day, I'm on the beach with my suit on. There's two people on this beach. What the hell? I know the place is packed. I saw them at dinner last night. Then I hear all this noise coming from the other end. I said, Are you on the prude side? And the, yeah. Okay. So I said, what's going on over there? Well, that's the nude side. I said, oh well, everybody's God. over there. I'd never been naked before. So the next day I come back out to this beach again. Same two-ass people, 60 years old, laughing and music on the other side, puffs of smoke everywhere. I said, hell with this. Off came the suit. <laughs> I go, and I tell you, I Five minutes down there, I said, why have I spent two days down here? I don't care if right? sees me naked. Yeah. So, you know, that was the – but when I found out what's some of the stuff that goes on there, I met this couple that I was just hanging out at the swim-up bar, and a couple started talking to me, and it turned out we knew the same a few of the same people from the PGA of America where she worked, and I knew a few PGA pros. Yeah, obviously. And um, so she said, well, you want to have dinner with me and my husband tonight? Yeah, I'd love to. I don't really know anybody. So after dinner, they said, you want to go to the hot tub? I hadn't seen the hot tub yet either. This is hot. So well, it's, is hot. it's a nude hot tub. So that's fine. So I'm sitting on, like, the steps with the, the, the wife, and the husband's standing in front of us talking. He's got his hand on his hip, hanging there. <laughs> and all of a sudden, she starts, under the water, starts massaging. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and great, the husband's, the husband's standing right there. And I'm thinking about it. What the? The, he's going to kill me. The, yeah. He's standing right there. She goes, he goes, oh, honey, I see you got your hands full. I'll leave you guys alone. Like, what the hell kind of place is this? <laughs> Ooh, Nelly. Wonderland. So that's when I knew what this, and I knew what swinging was. I said, okay. So we, and I, they asked me to go back to the room. I said, yeah, but I'm not into dudes. No, I just like to watch. I said, well, that's fine with me. So that's how that started. And. I guess happened that happened quite a few times after that. After that, you know, it's all downhill from there, I guess. Oh, I didn't, I didn't miss a year for 18 years. Iggy, the next what? day, books it for a week later. He's like, all right, we're not going back in two days. Yeah, I mean, do you stay for two weeks usually? Is that what you do? Yeah, the second week's kind of boring because okay. the week I'm there with my group, there's a lot of groups, and it's 100% capacity. 
second week I'm there, it's like 40%. So it's just my time just to relax, go have dinner, get to bed early, get up in the morning, have coffee, lay on the beach, and not have to worry about I'm at the disco till 4 in the morning, and I'm getting up at, th- at 7. Now, why don't you work at Hedo? You could take your, you know, Jamaica skills to Hedonism, and you could be there every day. I wouldn't want to be there. Two weeks is enough. Yeah, that's true. Don't marry the mistress. You can only bang so many wives, you know. You get bored. That's yeah. hot, that, that's hot, and that's true. Uh, Tell me about it. I can do that I mean? here. I don't need to go down there for it. What's the quality down there? Of? Ladies? Well, I mean, there's good-looking ones, and there's... Yeah. Not so good looking one. Is it like it a, sounds to me like it's an inhibited place where it's kind of a judgment free zone a little bit. You I know, would love yeah, that. you I hit it right on the head. Too. People don't care what you look like. Right. And that's that's per I mean that's that's the idea of paradise, right? I mean you I've seen get to go and be yourself and, and not have to worry about being an outcast, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean you'll see if you saw a woman down there but say she was at her pool and the way Americans are in this country, they would just rip her. Yeah. Down there they don't care because everybody's naked. So yeah, there could be cares? a 300-pound woman walking around. Nobody's going to say, oh, put your clothes on. They'll invite her over to have a drink because sure. everybody's so so friendly down there. Seeing everybody's true self. I love that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when you're ripped and hung like me, you don't really worry about that. Well, naturally. And I still, think I, sh- I still think it would be great for the show, and I know we're saying that for a free vacation, to go down to Hito for a week, get some Hell audio, yeah. get some video, you know, you know peruse it's, the crowd for much- maybe even like four days even. That would be worth it to me. I, I feel like there would be great return there. The people who are that free usually say the best things. Yeah. Case in point right here. Oh, you, well, you we did and our Iggy. show down there once in April. Me, Stully, and Frank, that's how they went. We did a show down there. That's great. And the, you did, we just, our show prep was, because I think the show is at 1 o'clock. There, show prep? Down there. Our show prep was at 10 right. o'clock. We'd be at the corner of the pool and just watch people. And then in three hours later, we had two hours of conversation, just what we saw that day, what we saw that night. We'd bring people on, come girls from Canada, come sit in <laughs> topless and do the show with us. And So we could, you guys could probably do a show down there. Can you imagine the content, just like the content for a couple of days? Oh, it would be phenomenal. It would be so random, I, so great. It would be so fantastic. Yeah, my wife would love it. Ooh, oh, Tatanka's got no, the crinkle, crinkle cut cuts. the best of the fries. Deep the way, we got crinkle cuts. Oh, oh. I'm, a, I'm a crinky guy. You know, we've never had that conversation. Or if we did, I wasn't around. But I, I, can't, I don't get down on the crinkle cuts. You haven't always been on the show, Craig. I'm, I'm a, 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 a poutine guy. Up, buddy? I know. Seth's here, everybody. Seth, round of applause. Go to you here. All right. So, so talk, are you have an erection yet with all this Hito talk? <laughs> a couple of them. Do you have an erection? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I love that answer. Love that answer. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> Half a chubby. I got. Well, have you gotten into my head yet? I got to say. I got to say. We got about five minutes. This to is get. the first time I've actually extensively talked to Iggy, and I got to say, pretty interesting. I'd love to talk to you some more, hear some more stories, because anytime you want, buddy. All right, man. Let's yeah. get. I I'm gotta game. throw this out there. I am gonna eliminate Iggy. Is the best. He's, I, the he, best. he's, he's my favorite. With the Rolodex, with the not caring what people think, with the first, give Iggy a round of applause. Iggy is the best. And he drove all the way out here. Well, knowing we're probably gonna Hall of Fame, David. Hall of Fame. They took him out. We gotta give him a shout out. Hall of Fame day. I feel like Mike Lee. I didn't feel like driving, so I said, "Come pick me up." <laughs> no, but I just Sorry. have to say, I just love Iggy. Love working with the guy every day. It's great. Yeah, it's fun going into work every day. Yeah, we pretty much uh, we had nothing without you here. 
No, so, that's not true. You so would have come you. up with something we else. I, I've, I've, never, I've, never met, I've never met Iggy, but it's amazing how, and same kind of way with you, uh, Cuck, you know, like our circles have come across. I've been going to Brian Bowringer's bowling event for years, you know, and, and Iggy used to call out the auction on the jerseys. Bo is a great dude. I don't know if he probably We didn't even get show. into the bowling but, side uh, of your I, life. I've seen his event like five times. Yeah, and he and great dude. And, I, and my buddy was like, well, you know, Iggy used to MC that. And I'm like. I wasn't paying attention. I was usually half schmeezed, you know, at the ball. No, no. No, no Bowringer's a good dude. Real good dude. He puts like six teams together in, in for our Megan Meyer Foundation Gobble Bowl over here. He's great, man. Yeah, He's he a is. super great guy. He's got his own little bowling alley. Help him, he does. Help him set that All up. those bowling balls down there are mine, too. I gave them to him. <laughs> That's so awesome. He could almost throw a heater as fast as me, right? He's only been in two World Series. He's all right. Only two. You never seen me out on the kickball field, he pal. Saw, so. He saw Derek Jeter naked too. Uh, well, that's he true. See Jeter that naked. right there sets him apart from the he rest. You got of to us. see Jeter naked numerous times. Well, I mean, how many times, Craig? I would say uh, thirteen. Let's see. There's 14. eighty-one home games. They didn't shower Man, together. Don't on even the road. get me started on that. So, so Iggy, what were your parents like? Let's. We got three minutes left in the show. I'm really peeling back the layers now. My parents were great people. Yeah, they were. They never. They had to be pretty awesome to produce a kid who doesn't really, you know, fret about much. That's what I'm trying to do. I never really got in trouble as a kid. Well, I, was a mom, I was a mama's me. boy. I cussed one day in, in grade school, and I went home and told my mom, Mom, no. I, I cussed. She goes, well, you going to do it again? No, I don't know why, but I cussed, Mom. No, they trusted me. Couldn't I live was, with uh, the guilt. Oh, that's good stuff. No, they trusted me, and uh, I think they'd be proud of me. I was just getting into radio when they passed away, so... They didn't get the benefits of me getting my dad free bowling balls and my uh, mom free. Right. Is your dad big into bowling and, and stuff? Yeah, that's how I got into it. My dad was a great bowler. Well, we want to thank your parents. We want to thank all the parents out there. We want to thank St. Louis. We want to thank the Antonio. We want to thank he Truman's tried hard. Brad Packer. Brad Packer yes. from Dad, Truman's. This place was lit We want tonight. to thank Rockio. Matt Rockio oh, is Rockio a saint. Is so I have good. to thank him so much. I didn't even so let him much. jump in. And we want to shout out to the power of the draft.org again. Dale Alcorn, April 22nd, 5K. Alton, we'll be Illinois. there. We'll, we'll be, be there. there. Rose extermination for all your pest control needs. Eight four five six one zero one. And have a happy Eight four five six one zero one. Everyone got it. All right. One more shout out to Show Me Cannabis. April thirtieth at Caselig in the Grove. We're gonna stay tuned to the fan page and we'll get you some details on that. Try and raise some money and start uh, talking like adults about medicine, guys. All right. Love you guys. Love you, Dad. See everybody later. Love Peace. you. Lady.